0: Happy Wednesday to all of the listeners out there. This is DJ Phoebe's coming to you live from the Rebel Radio booth for yet another album digest. I'm so, so excited about this week as I just recently saw this band live at Proud Larry's just under a week ago and so this week we are going to be going through yard sale by the brook and the bluff and so like i was saying i saw them at proud larry's and that just got me really excited to get more into their music as the show was magical um we'll get more into that later in the show but just a little bit about the brook and the bluff is they are originally from birmingham which is home territory to a lot of people who go to the university of mississippi which is super fun as they hail from a popular spot Um, Mountain Brook if any of you guys are familiar my roommate is from Mountain Brook and so that is just really fun because they feel local almost and so they are now based in Nashville and so they're doing a lot of their music writing producing recording everything in Nashville as most local smaller bands from the south do so just a little bit more about the Brook and the Bluff and what to expect for their sound and the rest of the show. Um, their website describes them as a band of vocal harmonies, soulful air, and a groovitational pull. And so they have definitely become recognized because of these traits. And it's almost captivating in the way that they perform and they sing and just the blend of all of this really, really cool, you know, harmonies and sounds. And so they definitely have this groovitational pull as their website puts it. The lead singer, Joseph Satine, is a lyrical lyricist master. So he is the one that's writing all of their songs. And he gets a lot of his inspiration from Frank Ocean and the Beatles. I got this information from their website as well. And so I thought it was very interesting because he has a similar sound to Frank Ocean as he has this soulful simplicity to his voice but then also fun, cool, intriguing lyrics like the Beatles and so I thought that was really cool because I totally see that in their music and you will too later on in the show and so a funny thing about this band is a two of the band members actually grew up right next door to each other but they hadn't met until college and when they really became a full band and so their first full-length album was released in 2019 and since then they have just grown exponentially as people are beginning to discover this undercover band of magical awesomeness. They are so wonderful and I'm so so excited just to be broadcasting their music to all of the listeners of Rebel Radio and expose you to this wonderful, beautiful, awesome band that you get to cherish for the rest of your life. And so something really interesting I want to touch on is on their website as well, they they compare their shows and their concerts to the Chronicles of Narnia, which I thought was so funny because I love the Chronicles of Narnia and I also love their shows, which is funny, but I think they say this because you're almost transported into this different world and this new realm of... Magic, really. So, you know, you enter the show, it's like going into the wardrobe and finding this whole new world that you never knew about. And I definitely agree. While I was sitting there watching them, I was completely mesmerized by everything about the band, the sound, their dance moves, the harmonies and how intentional everything was and how it just really worked together to create this wonderful, wonderful experience for everyone in the audience. And I definitely wasn't alone in that thought. I'm sure you can ask anyone who is there, they would believe the same thing. So we're gonna just go ahead and hop right in. Coincidentally, the first song I'm gonna play will be my number one song of 2021. This has been the anthem to my fall and probably to the rest of my 19th year. Um, It's called Miss Number and there, I think they transfuse some sort of illegal drug or magic into this song as it just is good. I don't even know how to describe it. You're going to hear it in a second, but this song is just wonderful. There's nothing wrong with this song. It's perfect. I think this may be the perfect song. Like if I had to listen to a song throughout my life, this might be it. Um, that might be a little dramatic. There's a lot of songs I have yet to hear, but of all the songs I've heard, this is definitely top three. And I think I love it because of how simple it is. It's so stripped down, but it's also so complex in the way that the harmonies work together and this beautiful, strong, full beat that backs this smooth, sultry voice that Joseph has. You're going to see throughout a lot of this album how romantic it is. I don't know how to describe it, but the whole time I... I was, I was at the show watching them. I was like, there's just something so romantic about the way they perform and sing. And it's not even the lyrics or the words they're singing, but the way they sing it and the way the sound is, I think it's very romantic. And has a lot of romance to it. And I think it helps that Joseph's voice is utterly perfect. It is so wonderful and smooth and easy to listen to. And uh, so this song is about a tough convo that he is having with this girl, you know, he's not listening correctly. And he's kind of overlooking some things. And the word "misnumber" is an in in an, an, an an inaccurate name. So it's inaccurately naming something or portraying something in an inaccurate way. And so, you know, he's saying, surely this is more than just a misunderstanding or miscommunication. And so he's kind of talking to this person and he's like, I've lived cloudy since 24. And so since she came around, he's been able to see things clearly. And now, you know, he's, he's having this tough conversation with him or with her and she is basically kind of calling him out for a lot of faults he has and so they're standing on their front porch and they're deciding maybe he should listen and you know she goes on to say something's missing and he's like well I can't find it I don't know what's missing I don't know what I can do for you because I'm really giving you everything and so it's kind of it's hard because you know he's he loves this girl and he adores her and he she has this hold on him and now she's like okay well now you need to get a hold of yourself and figure out what's missing so i can do it because i want to work on this relationship um but i didn't even know the meaning of this song until i (laughs) wrote this show because the sound of it is just utterly perfect and so i've done a lot of talking and let's do some listening and learning and observing of a wonderful perfect beautiful masterpiece that is miss number
1: Standing on your front porch and we decide Maybe I should listen more Baby, don't lock the front door I have lived cloudy since 24 And you have been all This hold on me, get a hold of yourself.
0: Alrighty. Okay, so next track we're going to be listening to is Don't Go Slipping Away. And so it's a little different than Miss Number in the way that it has this really jazzy blues vibe to it that kind of goes with R&B soul genre. And it has these background vocals. So it almost kind of takes you back to the 60s or 70s or 50s or 60s when, you know, this type of music was super popular. You know, wedding music you would think of. Um, and so you can kind of tell that the harmonies are perfectly pitched and something interesting I learned was Fred, the bass player, has perfect pitch and so all of the harmonies really are perfect and so it's very interesting because they utilize the skill he has, to ensure that their pitches are perfect and the harmonies sound good. And so I think that's very interesting and just a fun little fact. But this is a very smooth, smooth song. And so it's kind of talking about holding on to past when the past, when times were easier. And you know, there was this glow that comes with youth. And so holding on to past memories through photos almost. So it seems like he's looking back or it says in verse two bringing you my favorite photos all the brightest parts of me maybe we could use them see if I start to glow remind some of those memories so just kind of holding on to that past glow of these memories and trying to transport himself to who he once was through holding on to these photos and so kind of talks about in the first verse where he doesn't really know where he's going with his life he's just kind of walking in slow motion almost sleepwalking through life and he's tired of going back and tracing his steps because he keeps holding on to this past and so the whole chorus is literally just saying don't go slipping go slipping away and so I think it's just him kind of trying to wake himself up and being like my this whole time I'm holding on to the past I'm letting the present slip away and so you know I think he's trying to get out of this and get out of his head because it's really trapping him. And, you know, it kind of puts you in a depressive mood when you're just like the past is gone. And so there's this cry in his voice during this whole song of just like, don't go slipping, don't go slipping away. And so, um, I think that's very interesting, but the, the beat about halfway through picks up and the guitar comes in and it's this really sturdy contrast to this smooth smooth sound and melody and so um i don't know if he's talking about you know memories or a girl but he's really just trying to hold on to what once was oh. I don't Petals on the floor is going to be the next song that we go through and this is a much lighter easier song than the last song we listened to that one was kind of heavy and so this one brings about a lighter contrast it's a lot simpler and less sad and dark or heavy i don't really know how else to describe it but so by the name Petals on the floor you can tell that it's a romantic song and it's about a love interest and so it starts off with him saying you know he's got a rose and he's bought her these roses and is trying to do this romantic gesture but it seems as though he's afraid of actually speaking his mind or doing what he wants to do as he says in the first verse I can never let anything out I keep my eyes glued to the ground and so you know he's he's afraid to face her and face these emotions he's 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 feeling and experiencing for this girl and so the chorus says petals on the floor can I get some more of you if only you could see me could see from my point of view and so something has gone wrong obviously so the the rose has ended up on the floor and that's never really a good sign you normally want you know roses in a vase on a table or in a windowsill but these petals have ended up on the floor and he just wants to be with her and experience more of her can I just get some more of you if only you could see from my point of view so he he sees this girl in this way that's extraordinary and wonderful but she doesn't see that of herself and so you know he he just freezes up around her because she's such a warm person and so wonderful and he's really drawn to her but he just gets so nervous and so I think this is just talking about kind of freezing up and not really knowing what to do you know you're asking a girl on a date or saying you you like you like her and it's just scary it reminds me kind of a mi- of middle school but he's kind of gotten used to this cold because he's always too afraid to go up around her and so I think this just goes back to a point I feel like I make in almost every show of just like what would the world look like if we really shared our true emotions and how we feel about people and The things we're passionate about and the way we see the world that's different from other people like if we shared our emotions and our feelings and our passions and our loves the world would look so much different and we wouldn't have regret or as much fear and so i think that's something to be thinking about as you listen to the song as i know most of us have experienced the kind of fear he talks about in the song but maybe think what would this world look like or my friendships or relationships look like if this was not the case
1: Not to you is frozen, everything's been down Pulling up on both my shoulders, I can never let anything out I keep my eyes glued to the ground. i
0: Is the next song that we're gonna be going through, and this is actually an interesting song because it has a feature. So it features Molly Pardon and so there's a girl part and a boy part uh that is being sung in this song, and I think it's very interesting because it kind of tells this whole story. So, you know, the song is like just a small town girl living in alone. Like it's kind of that vibe. Where it starts off this girl singing and she's talking about how she has these feelings for this boy, but he just sees her as a friend and, you know, she's describing how it's hard to be close to her when she sees or when he sees her in a different way than she sees him. And so she doesn't want to be this this girl who's just kind of sweet talking for no one and just no one is reciprocating it. And so she's battling with, okay, I can be your friend, and I can have this, but be hurt internally, because the outcome for us is different. The way we view this outcome is different for each of us, and, you know, there's nothing she can do, and she doesn't want to feel alone, so at least she has this friend, and so then it goes to, um, you know, the next person, and they sing um, just about how they don't want to be alone stuck on the shelf so just like wallflower and just kind of keeping to themselves and being forgotten and losing yourself and just trying to be someone and so I think it's just this this song about the struggles of navigating life and social life in a world that is so caught up with being heard and being seen that you kind of lose parts of yourself in that and so um this is a very sweet little tender song and um At the end, these two different people find each other and they kind of realize both of their desires and the way they see the world align. And so, you know, they kind of twist their vines together, which I think is a really cool analogy because they talk about being wallflowers and now these flowers are intertwining their vines together. And so I think this is a super simple song with just kind of vocals and a guitar, but it tells a really, really cool, sweet little love story.
2: Nuff
0: Alright. Okay, so Doobie Bronson is the next song we're going to be over, and this is definitely a super fun side of this band that you don't hear as much. A lot of their other songs are kind of more low-key and quiet and simple and soulful, but this song... Is super fun and makes you want to dance with this strong beat. It's one of my favorite songs on this album. It has this super soulful piano that almost reminds me of Elvis or some early rock and roll that is just so, so fun. And I love that it, you know, this band can be serious and solemn and have a lot of soul to their songs, but then also just have this fun, lighthearted song. And it's interesting because this really fun lighthearted song is talking about something that's kind of serious and more meaningful. And so it's just kind of talking about how things can feel so blurry because the world moves so fast at times and it's really hard to keep up and be who you really are. And it's easy to be fake rather than being honest. And so, you know, you kind of whip awake in the morning and you adjust how you look in the way you. People perceive you in order to alter their view of you and their head, and just worrying about everything so you can never fix anything, and just the, all of these things happening that you forget who you really are and you can't seem to shake these things. And so, I think this is kind of just a song of, you know, wanting to shake off all of this pressure that this world puts on us. And they just sing it in this really fun song in this way, in this manner that really captivates the listener and um it's just it's just really, really fun in the way that they sing this song. And so here is Doobie Bronson. Okay, so the next song we are going to be listening to is the song that this album was actually named after. And so I think it's always really interesting to hear the song that raised a lot of the inspiration for the idea and concept of this album. And so this track is titled Yard Sale. And so something I found really interesting is this one is one of the songs that is in a minor key. And so it has this eerie sound to it, which is really interesting that they chose to name their album after a song of this sort. And the whole time I was listening, it just kind of reminded me of old Western music, like bonanza and I don't know, like kind of an out of tune piano in a bar, that kind of vibe. And it talks about this yard sale obviously because of the title of the track but it's almost talking about there's so much going on in his head and there's so much stuff in it that he doesn't want that he's like well there's a yard sale like I can just go ahead and make money off of this just because there's so much in my head I just want to get out and get rid of and so you know he keeps falling into this abyss that is his head and there is all this clutter and mess and so he keeps it in because he wants people to have this certain perception of him or view him in a certain way. And so he wants people to think that he's perfect and there's nothing wrong with him. And obviously, you know, that isn't the case for anyone. And so I think it's this really cool idea of just like inviting people into this yard sale of seeing what's going on in your head and just getting rid of the stuff. And the only way you can really get rid of the things that hold your brain captive and hold your heart captive is by letting people in and talking about it and sharing it. And so I think this is where they get a lot of their inspiration for this whole idea of yard sale. Um, But yeah, without further ado, here it is. In my
1: head
0: on top of the world is up next and this is the closest thing to a stripped down ballad that this album has and i always love this kind of song you know i do as it just really exposes the desires and beliefs and passions of this artist at you know in the purest sense in just a guitar and vocals and some harmonies um this isn't super super stripped down but I would consider it to be a stripped-down ballad, personally. But this song, I think, is one of the coolest songs on this album as it talks about being at a place or with a person that makes you feel on top of the world, a place where you allow things to flow freely and you aren't really worried about the menial nonsense that this world and society is plagued with. And so I think this is a very interesting concept as he says in the first verse he says up here I sit on top of the world out here I let my edges curl and so he's no longer kind of keeping this facade up for the rest of the world he's letting his hair flow free and letting his edges curl and just letting things be imperfect and allowing himself to just be and to exist and I think in these moments we try to look for things to be upset about you know he states If the sky is blue, maybe I should be so too. But then he's realizing, no, up here things are good and I'm going to let them be good because every other day, every other time in my life, there's something to be blue about. But right now there isn't. And so, you know, up here you can feel your emotions freely and exist so purely just be yourself and who you are and feel things without regret or you know this kind of guilt that comes with some emotions and i think this is just a really cool song in the way it's written so simply it's not super complex to understand and the lyrics are just really profound and so yeah here is on top of the world So now we are going to listen to the last track of today's episode, and it's called Something on Your Mind. And so he just has such a great voice, as you have seen through this entire show, and it's really featured here, and there's a lot of layered falsetto harmonies that make it full, but really soft and light. But then there's this strong guitar beat that really contrasts it, and I just love the song. I love it. I love it. I love it. And it kind of talks about someone noticing that their friend is in a dark place, and you know they can't really sleep at night and you're just seeing a lack of effort being put into everyday tasks and so it's kind of him saying you know you can't you can't get better without trying and something's on your mind isn't it and so I think it's just talking about the importance of friendship and really reaching out to your friends um, who may be in a hard time and just getting them to talk about it or just telling them that you're there to listen to whatever they might have to say and so I think a lot of this album has been talking about all the stuff that goes on in your head that you never really share with anyone and how great it would be if you did share it and just get it off your chest and share it with people so you no longer have to go through it alone and so this is kind of the finale of that idea. is it for today's episode of album digest thank you so much to everyone who tunes in so faithfully every wednesday if you happen to miss shows or just want to go back and listen again be sure to check out album digest on apple music and spotify which is super exciting and then also follow the instagram at um underscore album digest just for weekly updates on what album i'm doing and just some little tidbits of information i'm so thankful to be able to have this show and just for all of you guys listening um be sure to tune in next week for another album and definitely check out brook in the bluff on your own time and explore all of their new music that they've come out with and past albums and yeah all right well this is it for album digest this week have a great wonderful beautiful perfect wednesday